but I did just sound like Andrew Tate, which by the way, suck my balls, Andrew Tate, you suck. And welcome back to the Not at the Party podcast. I'm Brock Valasini. It's another week, a whole new day, a new podcast episode. I'm back here again. And this week has been, look, very weird. Like, very weird. Okay. So, if you didn't know, the past few months I've had, well, the past, since probably like the end of May ish, or the beginning of May. Since the beginning of May up until now, now being August, that's like, what, three months, three and a half months, I don't know. I have had the worst consecutive three months of my life. And I don't want to exaggerate that, but it's true. Um, And if you haven't heard the first episode where I spoke about not having a job and all these things, I more or less was putting this podcast aside for so long for all these things. And I've finally started it. And now that I've started it, I've realized that so much more is going right for me, which is so weird. So that's just a little update on coming back to the first episode. Things are starting to turn around a little bit. As for the past three months, let's dive into that real quick. Let's dive into that a little bit deeper. Essentially, the reason it was so bad is because all this stuff was happening. And then I was getting depressed because everyone else was telling me what to do, what I should have been doing, and just like a lot of pressure on me. So I was feeling, I was honestly getting a little bit depressed, not going to lie. And I don't really, I'm not really a depressed person, depressed person, not that you can be a depressed person, but like, I don't really get depressed, depressed. I usually just like, I'm pretty, uh, I can just, how do I explain it? Like a... Like, I just don't get really depressed and caught up in things. I get more, like, anxious about things. And the past three months has been just nonstop feeling anxious, nonstop wanting to not leave my bed, and nonstop feeling depressed. And there's been the fun little things in between that have made it better, which have been so much fun. But the past week, two weeks, few weeks, whatever have started to get a little better. And as for the whole job thing, little job update, I have been declined from so many jobs that um, it's actually ridiculous. And I don't know if it's just because they don't want me or if my resume is bad or what it is, but I've been declined from like at least 10 jobs or haven't heard back from them, which is just wonderful. Am I right? Although I got an email this morning, an email. Mm Mm-hmm. And it didn't go to my main inbox folder. It went to my, you know, quote, business folder, unquote. And I opened this email and about a week ago I had, so this, this girl, woman, girl, woman, she has this, uh, nonprofit. How do I explain it? So there's this company I worked with last year on a little Instagram collab posting. They just sent me out like a little bit of merch or whatever to represent mental health day thing or whatever. And I'd done my post with them and they were so sweet. So great. They're a great company. Absolutely love them. Have followed them ever since. They're just so incredible. 
And I'd seen the girl who directs the company, the, the woman who directs the company had posted she was looking for a social media manager. And the thing is, I was applying for all these jobs, but even though I was applying for all these jobs, I wasn't necessarily applying for jobs that I wanted, wanted. Like I applied at Big W, which is like not horrible, but it was just, I'd rather be doing something more relevant to me. And so I seen she was hiring for a social media manager and I was like, all right, well, I'll reply. So I replied to her and I was like, hey, um, look, I have some experience in it. If you need someone, if you can't find anyone, like defs consider me because like I exist. And she's like, yeah, yeah, just send me an email and send over some past work, whatever. So I did that, sent over my little portfolio, which is my portfolio kind of eight, to be honest. Like it's kind of really good. It's actually not finished. So when I sent it, it wasn't finished, but I was just like, you know, I can't be bothered. So I sent that over. And then we're emailing back and forth. And then I got an email on Friday, but I couldn't respond up until yesterday because I was still finishing exams. So I opened this email. This was yesterday. She was just asking if I could send over some other stuff. Um, Wanted me to make a little graphic mock-up for their Instagram to like see if the way I design things aligns with like how they do or whatever. So I made one, sent it over. It actually looked really good. I was actually really impressed by it. Not going to lie. I kind of loved it. But the second slide I made was fucking ugly. Absolutely horrendous. But the first one was so iconic. So I go to my emails and I see this email in my business folder. I open it. It's an email from Millie. I click on the email. I start reading it. And we're having a little joke around because I had said that I wanted to respond to the previous email properly and not some shitty response, but I was doing exams and I didn't feel I could respond efficiently if I was, you know, rushing. So that was the first line. Then I get to the next line and it was like, we would love to offer you a position at all kind. (laughs) Sorry, me? Are you serious? Are you for real? You're not fucking with me, are you? No other company has wanted me, even for like a basic job, like working as at the cash register at Big W. Big, big W? Wow. Big W. And so I got really excited. I responded and I was like, thank you so much. All Kind is basically a mental health organization. I'm pretty sure they're non for profit. They go to schools and they help. They do like a little program on um, Gen Z mental health and like kids mental health in high schools and all that stuff. That's basically the main mission is to uh, help teenagers with their mental health and whatever. So I'm really excited about that. But then it gets better. The past 24 hours have been a little bit wild. Okay. So not only have I got a potential job position, well, a potential, a a potential position for work lined up, I also received two DMs this morning, literally this morning, the same morning. And guess who they were from? I had DMed a couple of people about being a guest on this podcast and one person specifically who I really wanted on the podcast, I had literally written down a year ago when I started planning to make this podcast. I wrote down their name as number one. Guess the fuck what? They said yes. Ah! 
I'm so fucking excited. You don't understand. They were like, yes, I'm so glad. Like, I'm so glad you asked me. Thank you so much. Whatever. And I was like, are you kidding? Thank you so much for saying yes. What do you mean? I'm the one that's excited. What? How are you excited? I'm excited. And you're excited. We're both excited. Then I got another DM from another guest that I had DM'd asking if they wanted to be on it. They also said yes. And they're a really cool guest, by the way. I had, I had also written them down, although the other person was like the one I wrote down first. So I was really excited about that one. But the other person, really excited about it as well. They're super cool. Their content is incredible. Love everything they do. And just so excited. And this has been in the past 24 hours. Then yesterday, I was at my friend Maddie's house. All my friends went over there. Just They had their last exam for school yesterday. Their last trial exam for school yesterday, sorry. Uh, so they went there and then I went over there because I ha- I didn't have the same exam as them. Went there and they wanted to go get some lunch from Subway. I had like noodles I got from a Thai restaurant. Like it was literally just a full a full container of noodles that I didn't, like I had bought it to eat for lunch. So I wasn't going to get any, anything from Subway. And I was standing there and I was like, oh, you know what? I kind of feel like a little snack. So I ordered a little snack. Then we got to the register and there was this older woman. She probably was maybe like 65, 60, 65-ish. And she was having a little conversation with me and all my friends about schools and like where her grandkids go and like how kids are just assholes at high schools and all that stuff. And we were just having a little chat, just like laughing and whatever. Just a nice, it was a pretty genuine, nice little conversation. And this woman has served me many times at Subway so like I assume she kind of knows my face because I know her, I I always see her in there so I know her face but who knows if she knew that my face looked familiar and then she had said something to me she had joked about me being with all my friends because I was with all my friends all my girlfriends in Subway and she joked about oh you're the th- the thorn of all the roses or something and I was like oh yeah we've all been besties since like year seven or or whatever we were saying. I can't even remember. Anyway, so all my friends got their food one by one. Took so long. It took like, we were in there for like 20 minutes. It was forever. And then I got my food last. As we're caught up in this conversation, she didn't didn't realize that my food was sitting there waiting to be like (laughs) packaged and paid for. She didn't realize that I even ordered something. I was like, oh, could I just add on to my toasty uh, two cookies, please? And she goes, oh, I didn't even realize you got that. Whatever. Had my Apple Pay out ready to pay. And I turned around and I was talking to my friend about something for a second. As I turned around to tap my card, she paid for it for me. And I was like, I was like, what are you doing? No. And she's like, oh, I just thought I'd pay for it for you. I just want to do something nice. Like, uh, you know, it's on me. And I was like, what? I've literally never been in a situation where someone's like paid it forward for me or like paid for anything. And it wasn't that much, like it wasn't that big of an amount. I was perfectly fine with paying for it, but it was just really sweet to me that she even offered because like most people wouldn't. So yeah, I just thought that was really wholesome, really wholesome moment. And now I'm going to pay it forward to someone else. And I'll keep you updated on this because I want to pay it forward when I go to like Starbucks or something, but I don't want to pay it forward if it's like a family of five ordering Starbucks or some shit. And then I've got to pay like $27 for the car behind me, plus my $10 almond milk coffee with plant-based cream and oh. The whole dilemma. But I do want to because it was so sweet and it really made my day yesterday. It was just a small little gesture that when I got home, I was like, oh, 
It's the little things in life, isn't it? Today, I want to dive into the ramification. Ramifications, is that even a fucking word? The ramifications of success. Because success has become such a toxic thing in all of our lives because we all crave it. We all are constantly searching for and waiting on success to fulfill us in some sort of way or, you know, just like bring us what we desire. I feel like we all are chasing, are always chasing something and chasing towards the idea of success because the idea of success brings us some sort of desire or materialistic need or want or something that we don't currently have. So we chase this idea of if we are successful, we have everything we want and we're in a position of you know wealth or of benefit in some way. You know what I'm saying? So I want to dive into this because I think the main issue is that because we rely on it as like chasing the idea of success and we, we, we trap the idea of success in this idea of rather than celebrating little things that make us successful, we are always chasing, we're chasing success because we want to, we think it brings us a position of where we want to be in life. It makes us feel like, okay, well, you know, if I keep doing this, this, and this, and then I get that job promotion, then I'm going to be like a hundred thousand dollars richer or some shit. And then, then I can splurge a little bit and go on holidays every year and do this, this, and this. That's just an example, probably not the best example, but in using that example, even if you did get $100,000 more on top of your salary every year, you still are going to have, you're going to have more money to go on holidays and do whatever. Guess what? You're going to have more time at work though. You're going to have a much heavier workload. Your life is going to become consumed by work. So your chances of even using that money to go on a holiday are very limited. So then even if we use that example, right? Even if somebody does get to that point of success and then they realize that, oh, I actually don't have the time for this. I have the money, but now I don't have the time. Then it seems to be that a lot of people chase success in the sense of, oh, when I retire, then I have the rest of my life to go on holidays and spend my money then. So they more or less, they will go on holidays in between and whatever, but then, you know, they get to like 60 or something and they finally retire and then they want to go on holidays and use their money that they've worked for all their life and haven't been able to spend on doing what they want because they believe that once they do retire and they have all this money, that's successful. But guess what? Now they're old, haggard, incapable of doing shit and have to live off that money for the rest of their lives. So in their mind, they're successful because they've reached all these points, but they still don't feel successful because they haven't done everything they want to do. They haven't gotten to the point where they can be free of all stress and all ramifications and complications of their life because that's what they see success as. Is that the best way to to explain this? I think it is. Well, that's how it makes sense to me. I don't know about you, but that's how I see generally in society success is perceived that way. It's become like the main idea with everyone. Like, I feel like that's just a general thought that success is a state of us getting to a point where we have everything we desire. We have what we want. We've achieved everything we've wanted to achieve. But then even when you get to the point of success, it's the, you still question yourself. It doesn't feel any different. You get to that point and you're like, all right, well, I've worked all that time leading up to this. Now what? And then that devalues the idea of 
the fact that you even were successful in whatever part of whatever, whatever thing you were successful with, whatever situation you were successful with, all that shit. And this is because I feel as though this general idea of chasing success is how we define success. I feel like because of that, it has become socially unacceptable to fail at all in society. I feel like there's a lot of stigma and I don't want to be one of those bitches that's like on their podcast being like, failure is good. You learn from your failure. That kind of feels like I'm attacking Emma Chamberlain. Although I did like her one on failure that she recently did. But what I'm trying to say is failure has become, it's like become socially unacceptable to fail. I was literally a couple of weeks ago, me and my friend were having an argument. It wasn't even an argument. We we're just being petty and we we're sitting in bio and this bitch had the audacity to sit there and go, at least I didn't have a failed YouTube channel or some shit. And I looked at her and I was like, I, w- I wasn't offended. That's the thing, right? I wasn't offended because I was like, in my mind, I never failed with that. It's just that there was a lot of other complications involved that led me to just not being bothered. And I believe everything that I did do with my YouTube channel was a, was a success in itself. And everything I did was a success. Uh, uh, fuck. Everything I did was a success. Although in the eyes of other people and the eyes of me back then, I probably thought of it as I would have had to be su- Being successful on YouTube would be having 100,000 subscribers, 1 million subscribers having a huge fan base or something. But then now I look at it as I got two and a half thousand subscribers. I had all these people that would engage all the time, people that still follow me and are really supportive and are always there for everything that happens. There's even been a few people that have stayed from then up until now listening to this podcast, which is incredible. Like that's just the fact that there's a few people that even are like that. And I feel so like minuscule as a person compared to everyone else in the world. Just the fact that three, four, five random strangers elsewhere in Australia, elsewhere in the world have stuck with me all that time is incredible. Despite me having a breakdown and all that stuff every day, I get so caught up in the everyday life of things that I forget how cool it actually is that even five people have cared enough to follow me for that long. And so when my friend said this, I wasn't offended. It was more just that I looked at her and I thought the fact that you think that is a failure and no, I don't want to attack her. Hayley, love you lots. XOXOXO. Not trying to talk shit about you on my podcast, but like it's a good example. I just thought the fact that this bitch really thinks that that was a failure is very, oh my God, I just checked my emails as we're sitting here. Sorry, we're interrupting this for one second, but Millie just sent me back another two. Wait, wait, hold on. Three emails. Hold on. Okay. I'm going to take a quick break from the podcast to read these. And I didn't want to sound judgmental of Hayley being like, do you think the fact that you think that failure is that was a failure and that's your perception of failure is kind of ugly uh but it was just that it made me think the fact that people are so caught up in the negative side of things that every single possible success and everything that should be regarded as a success but isn't socially the standard of what success is from what everybody thinks success is makes 
it's socially unacceptable to fail because every every failure that should be considered a, a success in itself is looked down upon and yeah so here's the thing last year i was in a position as well once again it was because of lockdown covid covid lockdown uh which was in when was that june through to october-ish i had no money once again because what i was getting money from where i was working uh was shut down so i had like i just couldn't get paid which is totally fine totally understand that's cool you know that was what it was expected with COVID, and i knew that although i didn't have any savings in my bank account because i had bought oh i had bought an imac so i had been saving up all my money to buy an imac so then i had nothing left in savings and then COVID suddenly happened and we go into lockdown and I had absolutely no money. So I couldn't even pay for like my fucking Adobe Creative Cloud subscription every month, my Spotify subscription, like the most irrelevant shit that isn't even that big of a deal, but I couldn't even pay for. Like a Spotify sub- subscription is like $11, bro. $11. And I couldn't afford it. So I was in this, I was uh, really caught up in the idea of, all right, well, after COVID, I'm going to get money, work again, whatever. And then, you know, I'm going to start a podcast and then I'm going to post every single day on TikTok three times a day. And then I'm going to post a new YouTube video every week. And then I'm going to get famous on all these platforms and I'm going to just like rack up money from it somehow. And then, you know, I'll be, then I'll be, imagine then I'll have all these followers. I'll be famous as fuck. And I was just like doing that to manifest because that's how you manifest. You just believe that it's going to happen. And that's great. Although aside from manifesting, I was actually putting all of this hope in the idea of success bringing me all my desires. Also in saying this, I was that broke. I literally had money in a bunch of cryptocurrencies. I think it was like Dogecoin and all that shit because I was really into it. But last year when I had money and could afford to do it, I literally was living off my cryptocurrency investments for three months and there wasn't that much in there but that's all i was living off i'm not i'm not fucking with you i was living off cryptocurrency for three months <laughs> oh my god i had put this very heavy pressure on myself to achieve this point this year this big successful fucking just i just put this pressure on myself of being successful this year and being successful in the sense of as i said putting all of my hope into wanting to be in a position where I have everything I want and everything I've desired and then classifying that as success. So now I've gotten to this year and where's the, where's the success? Where's the success? The manifesting work, like there was a lot of, you know, I want to get into manifesting another episode, but I did a lot of manifesting of, uh, you know, what I wanted and I got most of it. Although those little things along the way were building up to this, big level of success that I was dying to get to. Now it's been a year since then. Yeah, about a year since then. And I'm sitting here right now like, okay, well, it hasn't happened. And then a few weeks ago when I was depressed as fuck, not doing good, I was also feeling bad about myself because I am, I'm not at that level of success that I've been chasing for a year. And I was being really hard on myself like, bro, it's a fucking year, a whole year you had, a whole year and you couldn't even do that. You were too lazy to do everything you said you were going to do. You planned out all of this. You planned out your little path to get to that point. And you did everything you could to be consistent and to get that. 
and you couldn't even do any of that. Couldn't post three 15 second TikTok videos a day. And I feel like this is what every single person does. You know, if they're, I'm just going to take like an average man, for example, they're working at their job and they're doing all this stuff. You know, they, they make up a plan. They're going to do this, this, and this. And hopefully by the end of it, they get successful. They're going to do more for their work. They're going to go out of their way to do more work. And hopefully they get recognition for it. And then they get a promotion. They get more money. And not only that, but we're literally wired to having to... We're wired into the idea of success. When we go to school, we start school. If you don't do good, if you don't do everything, you if you don't go out of your way to study, if you don't go out of your way to do all of your work, if you don't listen, if you literally don't pay attention for one lesson, you fall behind. Then what happens? You get a D grade, you get an E grade, C grade, mid grades. Whereas the people that are going above and beyond and doing everything they possibly can, studying, doing, sucking up the teacher's asses, doing everything. They're the kids getting A's, B's, all the highest marks in the class, number one in the class, number two in the class. Whereas all the other kids that don't have all of that energy to put into doing that because it's not for them, they are then shamed because they're fa- they got a D grade, they're doing bad, whatever. But it's wiring us all to think that to not be disappointed in ourselves or to feel ashamed of something we've done or a situation we're in. We have to go above and beyond to not feel that disappointment. But then even when we feel the success, if we did get that A grade, when we get that A grade, it does nothing for us, but it, it doesn't fulfill us in any way. We get the A grade and we're like, oh yeah, that's fun. You know, at least the studying paid off. I knew that would happen. I'd get an A, I'd studied for like three days straight for four hours every night. That point does nothing but voids the frustration and disappointment that would have come with getting a D. So instead of feeling frustrated and disappointed, you just feel average. Like you get the A and it's just like, there's nothing, you know, you can't really be too excited about getting an A in, you know, school shit. It's just like, it is what it is. You know what I mean? It's really good. And your parents are probably proud and you're probably proud of yourself. But at the end of it, it's literally just a letter on a page. What will truly bring you complete happiness? Because if it's not going to be success, then what is it? For me, I've decided that I'm no longer putting my happiness in the idea of success and chasing this state of getting what I want and maybe one day achieving that state. And I'm going to come back to the job example. I'm going to shut the fuck up about the whole job thing next episode. I promise I will not speak about it. I promise you. Swear on your mom's life, not my... (laughs) Oh my God. Sorry. Um, I actually didn't mean to say that. I take that back, but I promise I won't talk about it in the next episode. Although getting a job just to have money because, you know, I'm going to have money is not what was going to bring me happiness because I want to do something that I wanted to do. So I've redefined success myself as not putting all my, not, not waiting until the point where I get a job that I want. And then feeling like I've reached success. I wasn't looking at it in the perspective of, all right, well, I'll get a job now. And then hopefully sometime in the future, I'll get the job that I want or the job that I prefer right now. We'll wait till then. I was like, no, I'm getting, I'm going to get the job that I want now. 
because that's what's going to make me happy now. If I get an, a different job that I don't enjoy right now, I'm not going to enjoy it. End of story. And then I'm going to keep on making myself unhappy, making myself feel like shit and going on and on and on, making myself feel uncomfortable all the fucking time, making myself feel like shit for everybody else just so I can have my money, some money in the bank account for a job I don't like. When I could, instead, take a couple of weeks, take a little break, you know, think about things, reconsider and try my best to get the job that I do want and not put all my success in that. If I don't get that job, I don't get that job. There's plenty of other options. But at the end of the day, I'm still taking a step towards getting that and that makes me happy. Although what doesn't make me happy is the pressure of everybody else telling me what I should be doing, what job I should get, how I should be looking at things, how the, that's like telling me that's just how the world works. No. I am not sitting around and waiting for success. I am not chasing success. I'm choosing to make what I do now a success. Success is fucking being grateful when you are able to be grateful for what you currently have. Success is not chasing what you could have. Success is claiming what you do have. Bro, who cares? Today, we're getting into another... I was going to say another episode of Bro Who Cares, but it's another segment of Bro Who Cares. That sounds so ugly though. Just remember, if you do have a submission you want to send, if you have a juicy story, if you want advice, if you have a question, literally anything, you can literally send anything. Click the link in the show notes. You can send a submission or email me at podcast at rockvalacini.com. I'll get you one on the next episode. Literally spill all the tea. Ask for advice. Anything you want to hear. And we'll talk about it. Okay, so we're kind of lacking submissions today. You guys are really lacking. So please send some for next week because I really need some. But our first submission says, so basically I have no fucking clue why, but I had to clean the bathroom at Macca's because I worked there. Well, look, if you worked there, that's probably the reason you had to clean it. There's three pregnancy tests, all positive on the ground and a girl crying inside. Disabled toilets, there was shit all over the walls like it was fucking finger paint. I quit on the spot. I fucking quit. Like what the actual fuck has happened to this world? What the? Who? Um, I have a lot of questions. First of all, why is the bathroom being used as a finger painting mural with human feces second of all <laughs> the fact that you quit because you were so overwhelmed by this shit oh my god actually speaking of the word overwhelmed it just reminded me of this funny story the other week i was at mcdonald's and i was in the drive-thru ordering had my younger cousin in the back and my two other cousins in the car and they weren't telling me exactly what they wanted to well actually that's so funny that this is actually relevant to mcdonald's anyways they weren't telling me what they actually wanted so i was trying to order and the girl wasn't listening to what I was saying either. So I was getting stressed out. Then my younger cousin was being a fucking idiot as she is and wasn't telling me exactly what she wanted. So I'm sitting there waiting. I'm like, hurry up. What do you want? Like, I'm... Then these loud sounds start coming from the back of McDonald's, like all the fucking air cons and sounds that fucking come from their back bin area. And it was so loud. I couldn't hear anything. And then the girl's on the speaker going, was that all for today? Hello? Hello? Was there anything else? So I'm like having a mid, like midway having a breakdown, stressed out, like pulling my hair out because 
I was getting so stressed in that literal span of five seconds. Behind me, some motherfucker in a ski mask pops up from next to my car, screams in my face, trying to scare me. And I looked at them and I was like, what the fuck are you doing? And the guys, it was a guy and the look on his face dropped because he was so embarrassed because nobody in the car got scared. And the look on his face was like, I actually forgot that you can't see my facial expressions on here. Fuck. And then he was that embarrassed that he literally got down on the ground and like, not crawled away, but like got down on his knees and like bolted, like absolutely ran, crouched down back to his car, got in it with his friend and went flying off. When I tell you this is the most odd situation I've been involved in my entire life, I am not fucking with you. I have never been that confused in my life and was overwhelmed. And right in that second, I was just like, I was over. I was like, fuck this. I'm done. So look, I totally understand why you quit on the spot. I would too. I actually have a story about McDonald's working there. I also quit. You have to stay tuned for that one. I've been so scared to say this till now, but basically I worked at a now closed target. And one of my managers who had a girlfriend would go out the back with this guy who would quite often come in. Wait, huh? I worked at a now closed Target and one of my managers who had a girlfriend would go out the back with this guy. Oh, so your manager's girlfriend would come into the store and go out the back with a random guy. Okay, gotcha. To this day, I don't even know if he worked with us or not. They would be going at it and I, wait, going at it as in... (laughs) All right. I had no clue until one day I went out the back to grab some stuff and I'd find them. And um, let's just say it was a very uncomfortable few months before we closed. There is no way that's real. There is no way. That is a scandal and a half right there. That is a fucking scandal. Your manager's girlfriend coming into his work, then another random guy coming in and them two doing what they do. What the fuck has this world come to? Oh my God. Uh, You know, I was a bit sad about Target closing down, but in your case, I'm a bit, I'm actually happy for you. If I found coworkers doing that, I would probably cry and be traumatized. I also don't know if I got the story right because it says one of my managers who had a girlfriend will go out the back with this guy. So I'm not confused if they're saying they're going to be saying boyfriend for the manager being a girl or if the manager is a guy who had a girlfriend. Anyway, I'm just a, just a little bit confused. Just a little bit confused. That's all we have for Bro Who Cares today. Please send in some submissions. Literally anything will do. You could just ask a question. I want to hear what you have to say. Coming back to the success bullshit. Success is a social con... Why did I just sound like fucking Andrew Trait? Oh my God, why can't I speak today? I cannot. What is going on? Every time I've gone to say a sentence, it just, the word becomes mumble. Like Andrew Trait, are you serious? But I did just sound like Andrew Tate, which by the way, suck my balls, Andrew Tate. You suck. Nobody likes you. Stay off my for you page. We don't care. Success is a social construct, okay? 
Stop putting all of your, your, your entire hope. Stop hoping for what you're thinking one day I'll, I'll get to that point. One day I'll feel a certain way enough to be able to feel, feel fulfilled, be happy, finally be happy. We just need to collectively decide to stop chasing something that is so, I don't want to say far off getting because it's so totally in reach, but why are we putting everything and everything that we want in the hands of one single decision that we believe changes it all for us? I mean, I totally do wish that right now I had 5 million YouTube subscribers and 20 million TikTok followers and whatever, but I've just come to the conclusion that that's not successful to me. That's more so actually, you know what? I would say that's like indulging my success. You know what I mean? Right now I'm successful as fuck. I've had, I've been making content for five years. That That's successful. I've been doing it for five years. I've managed to turn that into a job once, now twice, as well as all the freelance stuff in between. And I've managed to keep going this long. That is a success in itself. That is incredible. But, you know, getting to 10 million followers on TikTok, that would be me indulging in that success. Finally, getting to a point where it's like, I can indulge in it. But first, I have to, right now, be happy with what I have. Be happy with where I have got to. And I totally didn't want to be one of those bitches on their podcast talking about failure and how failure is success itself. But I think that failure is everything we need to admit that we've succeeded. I've had content flop. I've had ideas flop. I've had projects flopped. I started a business called the BVS shoot, the B fuck the BV studio in 2020, which was uh, like a content creation store where people could buy like presets, video assets, all that stuff. And it was fun. Like it was really, it was really good experience. Taught me a lot about marketing and taught me a lot about the business aspect of content creation and stuff like that. And taught me a lot of things. Although I had predicted that I was going to get hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of sales and make some really big popular digital store. It didn't happen. And I was definitely upset about that. And I kind of gave up because of that. But I was so successful. The fact that I, as a, I was like 15 at that time, I, as a 15 year old started an, a fully online business by myself paid for all the expenses associated with the website and all that stuff, which isn't that big of an expense itself, but just that I could pay for that. And I managed to do all this myself and run ads and all that stuff and at least earn some money is incredible. It didn't get $100,000 from it, but it was still a very, very big thing that I should be proud of. And I'm glad that I've established this, this mindset after that because I learned from these failures that success isn't the end goal. Success is being in a position where you are happy with what you have. 
But you can only do that if you stop putting putting the success in the final goal. It's a really fucking weird back and forth kind of momentum between the whole concept. But failure is fucking good. You do learn from failure. It teaches you that, you know, without failure, the success is never coming because the success when it does come isn't going to feel like success. It's just going to feel like another thing checked off the list and everything you wished and desired for. You might have it, you might not have it, but you don't really feel any different to when you did three years before. If you enjoyed this podcast episode, make sure to leave a review. If you're listening on Spotify, hit the ratings button, leave five stars. If you're listening on Apple Podcast, leave a rating and a review. It helps out a whole ton. I would really appreciate it. Thanks for listening.